0: everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Morning Show After Show, where we connect the dots the morning after. And we can't wait
1: to discuss the latest episode called Confirmations.
2: And as always, this episode will be full of spoilers, but only from episode 8.
0: For The Morning Show fans who might be joining us for the first time, hi, welcome. I'm Morgan Rojas and I'm a member of the Hollywood Critics Association. And once again, I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow HCA members, Carolyn and Kevin Taft. Hi, guys. Hello. So I have to say, this was my favorite episode of the entire season, hands down. (laughs) The tension, the drama.
2: The chip.
1: The chip. chip. (laughs) How did you know I was going to say that? (laughs) It's really funny, because as all the chip Episodes were happening. The I chips was thinking of you. I'm so predictable. <laughs> but you know what, though? You were, I, I, I don't disagree with you. I really loved Mark Duplass in this. He was very good. Crazy, but very good. Yeah,
0: totally agree. Kevin, what do you think?
2: I, I thought it was an excellent episode, too. And I think it's Jennifer Aniston's best work mm. so far this season. Yeah. Now for some morning show, after show mail. If you want to send over a question for one of us or submit a question for a possible upcoming guest, send us an email at shows at Association.com. Your question could be featured here or be answered by one of your favorite actors from the show. So let's get to it. Uh, this is from Jasmine Ojeda from Los Angeles. She says, hello, I really like the seasons of The Morning Show, but my least favorite character is how. <laughs> Yeah. It feels to me like an unnecessary amount of drama and stress for Bradley to deal with. Welcome to real life. Uh, um, what do you guys think?
1: You know, he's not meant to be likable. And the actor that plays him, I feel, does a really good job. But I feel his place in season two is to show that trauma dynamic that he and Bradley and the family have. Like, I think, yeah. you know, her dealing with... Her sexuality and, you know, figuring this all out and being outed. I think him, as destructive as he is, is it's, it's good television. He's adding, he's adding to that drama. I may not necessarily like him, but I don't think we're supposed to.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of a redeeming quality that he has to make me kind of like him. And I, for the life of me, like, can't think of one thing.
2: He's had moments, though, I feel like, where he's, where he's sober. Yeah. He, that they get along and he has, he says some smart things about his mom and he, he talks to their mom and he talks to Bradley, like kind of like as an adult. And they're in those moments that I like him and then suddenly phew, he goes back into the stuff again.
1: Right. So, I mean, it's typical for, you know, the morning show sort of characters. It's like you, you, they, they, you they waffle. Yeah, they, 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 they reel you in and next Nixon, you just want to throw them back. <laughs> right. Well, and also being an addict, it, it's, kind of
0: he is selfish because that's just kind of what he's dealing with right now so it makes sense that he you know
1: is a thorn in Bradley's side.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. I really do like watching her do the this is my baby brother sort of dynamic. You know, oh, I need to take care of my baby right. brother. But then, you know, to see the flip side and then see Laura kind of almost babying her mm-hmm. in a way, in the in the motherly way that she obviously didn't get at home so it's an interesting way to see how it kind of the tides sort of turn
2: yeah for sure
1: well this episode was an
0: emotional roller coaster no doubt it was also full of surprises and we have one more in store for you at home so stay tuned for our very special interview coming up next thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and the morning show after show we are so excited to be Delving into season two, season two is amazing. Um, we can't stop watching and we are, yeah, just so excited to kind of pick your brain. Great. Right. Um, it's pretty amazing that you've been a producer on so many, not just even so many shows, but so many hit shows like Friday Night Lights, Bates Motel, and now The Morning Show. Do you have a recipe for success?
3: Um, that's a good question. I don't, I think I, I, I tend to gravitate, I, I, I mean, it was all creative people do to projects that you connect with. So I would say there's something in every one of those shows that I very personally connected with. And you can, um, that to me is like your, your compass, you know, and then you follow that to, to tell the story you're telling. Um, So I think just having a really passionate um, interest in what you're talking about is, is probably the thing that I try to bring to the table. Were you at all nervous when
0: the writers rewrote the second season to incorporate the events of 2020? Were you, were you at all nervous yeah. relying and focusing heavily on COVID? I, was.
3: I rejected the idea a few times because I didn't I didn't want to do it and I I didn't as a viewer I was concerned if people would really want to watch something about COVID. Um, but the more I thought about it, it seemed impossible to do the show without acknowledging it because it's a new show. Right. <laughs> it's a new show. And, and you know, what are you just going to miss that? It's just, it just went by and you didn't see it. So um, then we started um, deconstructing what we had and repurposing it and rethinking it and figuring out how to do it. Um, I, and I'm sure that
0: also brought you Closer to your producing um, co or co-producers, I guess Reese yeah. and Jen. What was it like working with them, especially in this, yeah, kind of COVID umbrella?
3: They're troopers. I mean, we everybody everybody just committed to going back to production during the pandemic. We had excellent safety uh, protocol, but it was still um, scary. And uh, everybody everybody, just suited up and uh, took it on with passion and um, goodwill and uh, Reese and Jen were great. The storyline of Mitch in this season, can you talk about his
0: storyline and kind of the importance of showing um, someone who has made bad decisions, but also the need for redemption?
3: The Mitch story to me was part of Alex's story, was part of her, um concluding that part of her of her life and moving past it Um, and i can't really talk about it more than that without giving away the rest of of um the arc but um i felt it was an important thing and i think there's you know there's choices you make with a character you can make him a complete you know bad guy who's trying to like claw his way back in Um, I kind of hate that guy. I kind of, uh, I think that person is horrible. And I thought it was more interesting to show a person who had done bad things and regretted it. And whether or not he regretted it because his life changed, because he lost his power, who knows? But, but But a part of it, a part of it for him is that he saw himself differently now, and he couldn't reconcile Who he is, with who he wanted to be, or who he pretended to be all of his life, and that his story is about that um, living inside of him and him trying to come to terms with it. And it doesn't exonerate him. It doesn't. There's nothing about it that says, uh, "Oh, he didn't do anything bad. He did do bad things, and he knows he did bad things." Um, It it really is about a person who screwed up their life, making terrible selfish decisions and can't find their way back to any human position where they can feel okay about themselves right and that was kind of set up in
0: the first episode with the girl who comes over at the gelato table right and it's such a sad thing to think that that if someone messes up well more than once but if someone messes up they can't ever
3: resolve or they can't ever you know find I mean it's tough because I also relate to the girl who was angry at him you know I feel I feel I mean I think that's one of the things that I tried to do with this show is it really isn't about issues as much as it is about the pain in people and all these issues that are so complicated and that we're all trying to work and move forward and make it better but we're also flawed i do i do understand where she was coming from you know um and kind of to that point just talking about characters from the show do you uh
0: have a character that you think you would be friends with in real life i
3: absolutely would be friends with corey nice (laughs) me too (laughs) i absolutely would be buddies with corey and I would be friends. I would be friends, honestly, with everybody. And I and it's it's part of like I love Alex. I I don't know if Alex would let me get close to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love Bradley. I would definitely uh, hanging out with Bradley. Um, I I love I love uh, Yanko. <laughs> uh, I love Stella. I love uh, Mia. I, I, really, all of them. I would be friends with.
0: The writing is phenomenal. Can you talk a little bit about the, yeah, the writing team and just, you know, how you kind of get these ideas bouncing off each other?
3: We had a, had a really excellent writer's room, Um, very diverse, uh, a lot of different life experiences and, you know, writer's rooms in general are, um, they have a lot of smart, funny people in them. So once you get in a groove, it it starts happening. Can you just kind of, describe your your thoughts on season two to me was a reflection of the time we're in um it was meant to to pose a lot of questions to um ask people to look at a lot of different views of things um and to take away from that what you will I mean this we are living right now in a pretty chaotic time in a lot of different ways um you know as a country as 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 human beings socially uh we're trying to figure a lot of things out and uh I think this is I think that The entertainment industry and I can I I lump the the news or the morning news into the entertainment industry, which is not exactly fair, but it's 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 a type of entertainment, but I think it can be very, you know. um, A lot about success, a lot about power, a lot about and I feel like. I feel like that's slowly, uh, people are changing a little bit and how they view things. And I really feel like this season was a collision of kind of old thinking and new thinking and people scrambling in it and trying to figure out what was right. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice messaging system. Alex Levy is not available. Please leave a message.
2: Are you doing, you dumb f**ing th- hole? I thought you wanted me here because you care, not just to assuage your guilt. I mean, they wanted you. I-, I can only guess because they were under the mistaken impression that they hadn't wrung every little juicy ounce of humanity out of your dry f**ing soul the first time around, and that maybe there was some money to be made. But no, no, you're such an idiot. They were gonna scan sh- you. Can you come f**ing running? To them. Because you are incapable of loving a human being. So now, now you turn to the rapidly dwindling, faceless masses who only think they love you because they don't know the real you.
0: That was such a great interview. Thank you so much. And, oh, my gosh, now I can't wait to dive into this episode, you guys. Um, I have a few favorite moments, but I would first love to hear about yours. So, Kira, do you want to kick it off?
1: Oh, I have two favorite moments, and one of them is a chip moment, but I'm not going to steal that from you because I know that it's going (laughs) to be yours. She literally
2: got (laughs) defended.
1: She's like, "Oh, You see me make a... (laughs) But what I really enjoyed, and as tragic as it is, is when... um, Alex comes off the plane and is told that Mitch has died. And we all know that she just had this wonderful day and a half with him. But the way that they they did that scene where she's just holding her mouth and she's not saying anything and it's just music. And I felt that... I felt her heartbreak, you know? And I just... Even though there weren't a lot of words being said at that moment, it was so powerful because, you know, Alex is not a nice person. But to actually see her hurt and really feel for someone other than herself, that was a nice moment for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I was just impressed that Chip has a station wagon in New York.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's becoming an old man.
0: (laughs) What about you, Kevin?
2: Um... I, I love that as well. Like, I, again, I think Jennifer did her best work in this episode. Um, and there's a, probably a couple other things coming up that I'll probably mention. But I did really like Mia's monologue. Oh, I thought yeah. that was good. And I think we all talked about some of the stuff that she brought up. We had mentioned weeks before where she said um, to believe them is to believe you weren't enough on your own. And I was like, oh, just you knew that's what it was. Like, did he, did he not like me for me? Is what Maggie's saying correct? And that was just heartbreaking. But she also said, "I, um, I know the real him, and the real him is dead." So I almost feel like there's a little bit support for him.
1: Mm. There was, the, and the tail end that she said, she's like, "And now I have to write him up in two minutes." Yep. Like that right there, I was like, "Ooh, yeah. that was." And I loved how Mia apologized to Raina, and then you know. Ex- gave her that opportunity to she explained herself not to say that what she did to her was right and I love me I know we all we all root for her but to to see her own her actions mm-hmm. m- you know made me forgive how awful she was to Raina because you know I love Raina um <laughs> the day before I yeah she she did a great Karen Pittman did an excellent job I'll agree with you on that
0: yeah absolutely um, well, one of my favorite moments is a chip moment. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, no, shocker. What? <laughs> but it's the part where he leaves this message on Alex's <laughs> machine, and he finally grows his spine. He just leaves this like expletive-filled message. <laughs> but my favorite part is after when when Alex is listening to it in the car, yes! yeah. and it totally. Re- okay, do you guys watch Friends? Yes. Okay, it right. totally reminded me of the part in Friends. When Rachel, she's on the date and she leaves a message for Ross saying, and that's what I call closure. And, and she, in Friends, is trying to get Ross to not listen to the message, just the same way Chip is trying to not <laughs> let Alex listen to the message. Yes. So I, I loved that. And, just and that we whole have a part, clip. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah, that whole part was just so, like, you know what's coming. You know what the message is about. You know that, like, they're finally getting along. For the first time in a long time. And you know that's only so short lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great.
1: But I think it was the, the fact that. Chip was so worried. Like you saw over the last few episodes. His worry escalate. And then to have the realization that. Alex could be dead. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know. And he, you, know, you know he felt awful about leaving that message. But the fact that he threw up. On <laughs> Chip's desk.
2: Corey's desk. Oh, sorry. Chip
1: (laughs) threw up on Corey's desk and was like, and then Corey was just like, Kevin? (laughs) But my favorite, that that was definitely my favorite to watch the two of them in the car just, you know, having a temper tantrum. It's like, it was cl- it was just classic. I loved everyone. Did woman. anyone think that they were going to get into a car accident? I did. Okay, because I thought so. I was like that can't happen.
0: You weird know, like, really again? I
3: didn't think that because
1: <laughs> they were having such a fury. They were both having. They were just both losing it. that yeah. That could have totally happened. Yeah. And then when they they made it into the driveway, I was like, ooh. Yeah. But yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Do you have any uh, another one to share?
1: Oh, you know the. There was that that uh, Corey man like oh this is I've me, I mentioned in uh, previous episodes he's definitely fallen from the tree and now like you've stepped on the apple and the fruit is rotten because it's like this is who we're dealing with yeah. like it's he he's so concentrated on ratings that Mitch has died and he gives no you know, he's he doesn't give any, he doesn't care. He wants Alex to come in mm-hmm. and, you know, and announce it on air. And I was just like, oh, you know, the fall from grace is just a lot
2: But he, he didn't, didn't he say feelings, it doesn't matter if, oh, he okay, goes, feelings ruin your lifeblood.
1: Yes, and that's the, oh. that's, that's the conversation he's having in the elevator yeah. with Stella. Yeah. Which I also thought was interesting because... For me, I felt. Oh, maybe I'm encroaching on something that you're you might, saying.
2: Well, it's, it's my least favorite moment of the episode.
1: But I was when that was happening. It, it for me, it was kind of setting up. It was kind of setting up Stella to get. He was giving her permission to bulldoze him maybe later down the line because of the conversation she had had with Sybil. You know, like oh, yeah. who? Oh, what right. side are you going to choose? You know, I'm like I'm the cockroach. I will still be standing here. Are you going to team up with? With um with Corey and yeah for me it, this this episode there were so many episodes where it's like ah, I hate Alex I hate, love to hate Alex but I don't love hating Corey and yeah my heart is my heart is broken
2: but mm. so and this isn't one of my favorite moments clearly but I did not like the way that um, Stella reacted mm. to possibly Alex being dead she didn't seem to care at all. And like every scene they would show her, I'm like, is she going to show any heart at She just didn't care. Yeah. And I was almost like disturbed by that lack of caring.
0: I mean, it was kind of nice and humanized the characters when the other competing network called mm. and said, okay, this was one of your own. We'll let you have the story. That was one of the nicest things I think that's happened in this entire season. I'm like, oh, okay. I was
2: was waiting for it to not be
1: nice. Yeah.
0: But then the reaction
1: to it was like, oh, you know, we better beat them to the punch. Exactly. It was like, Like, Stella, go, run. Like, okay, well, we enjoyed that for maybe
0: (laughs) five seconds.
1: Was there another uh, favorite moment for you?
0: Yeah, you know, the line delivery of when the Italian reporter calls the group and he says, I'm calling for comment on the death of Mitch Kessler. And everyone just, like, you can see them sink. And just how that was said, how that whole scene went down with the one lawyer, I think it was, who gets... Gerald, Yeah, yeah, yeah gets the call. And you see him in the background, you hear him take the call, and you just, you know what's coming. I thought that was so well done and just so kind of beautifully orchestrated, mm-hmm. too, like on on screen and that... Yeah, I mean it was heartbreaking, but once that hit, then just the ball started rolling of like, okay, now we're we've got an episode. Like things are moving fast, and
1: yeah, yeah I really liked that.
2: Were you gonna say something? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was. Because <laughs> as I said, you know, I love to hate Alex and Alex gets hers in this episode from Paige.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> she did. That was one of my Thank Let's for... let's
1: talk about no, it. No, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's another another thing I wanted to talk about too. But um yeah, I liked it and I liked here 's the thing, like I like that people are giving it back to Alex, but I feel like you see her progressively realizing what she's done, and maybe it's almost like she's she is unaware of it. I really do believe that. I feel like she's just been so focused on her career and herself and her family and this that she doesn't realize what she's done it just it doesn't matter because she's too focused on something else, so for when people confront her. I think she's legitimately like, oh, right. Like I slept with your husband, and I would go to parties and hug you, and she's like, you kept on doing that, and you didn't mean anything.
1: But I, I, I. But for me, Paige got her redemption, sure. you know, and I, I, and Alex got hers, and I, I enjoyed watching that, and especially when Paige closes the door and she like cries at the end. Ugh. And, you know, essentially she just told, you know, Alex to F off, you know, closes the door. And to see, like, she was still hurting. And I was like, oh, yeah, Paige got hers, but it's still, you know, she still loses. She still loses in the end.
2: So Yeah. For sure.
1: And what was interesting, too, was how Alex calls
0: Bradley and says, hey, I want you to report this. Which is another handoff of big news,
2: like Mm -hmm. the debate.
0: And so she's giving Bradley a lot of responsibility which kind of leads into one of my predictions. But um, if anyone has a favorite moment.
2: I, I have one more. Okay. Because I think we haven't really talked about it. Because we all said, and we even asked um, the man himself, do you think he's in love with Alex? Mm-hmm. And then she picks up on it. And she's like, are you jealous? And then she says, I will never
1: mm-hmm. yep.
2: blah, 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 blah um, to you ever. Like, never, ever. And I, you could see the pain in his face. Like, Okay, now it's, like, I finally know the absolute truth. Like, I might have suspected she wasn't into me, but now I know. Right. Yeah. And that was kind of painful. And you could see that just the divide happened right there. Like, they're not going to be friends.
0: Yeah. And he sad. had just had a fight with his girlfriend, so he was probably feeling really low.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all just Helen (laughs) Anabasca.
0: But that's why we love the show, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
2: Because our lives seem much better than theirs. Yes. (laughs) Much more tame. Just poorer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we can sleep in. We don't have to wake up so early. I guess that's like a benefit. 3.30 or? No, thank you. Oh, my gosh, no.
1: (laughs) But I wouldn't mind somebody driving me to work every morning. Like rolling out of bed and then having hair. Well, we do have hair and makeup here. But like rolling out of bed and then just showing up and then. You know, somebody glamorizing me while I'm making my coffee I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, same. And actually. being paid at $25 million. Yeah. Or, you know, why not? We'll take it, yeah. I guess. Why not?
0: <laughs> um, so I have a few predictions, but let's start. Kevin, you're the king of you predictions. You are the king so, of predictions. I would um, love to hear what you think.
2: I actually only really had one for this episode. Okay. Okay. Um, And it's really not even a great – this is really bad. Um, I just just wrote, Alex will soften. Like, I feel like she's – it's her Mitch season, you know. Like, Mitch learned his lesson. I mean, we didn't get that until this season where we saw him change. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she's now really getting it. And in the next episode or two, she's really going to change her whole persona. Hopefully. Come on, give her something. She has know. to have an arc.
3: Skeptical but then I don't know look. where they're
2: going to go with it. If she does soften and she becomes, like, is it just going to be her and Alex, or are they going to be buddies? Like, there needs to be, not a villain, but there needs to be some tension. The,
1: the, well, they, there has to be oh, a villain. Oh, I know where and, the tension's going. Well, I, there has to be a villain, and right now, in my eyes, it's it's moved, it's shifted from Alex to Corey. Um, uh. But, you know, I, I predict that, Corey is just going to get worse and I don't know in what manner you know because at this point his job is on the line and the last couple of episodes were for me it's like what happened to the guy from episode two and three where you know he was trying to you know defend Hannah and 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 whatnot mm. and that guy has seemed to disappear in these next couple episodes and I don't like the Corey that we see—I don't like the Corey that turns and like, you know, <laughs> confronts everybody this way. Yeah. Like, and maybe that was the guy that he's always been, and now we're just seeing that side. And I, I have a feeling that—I have a feeling that something's going to happen with Corey. Either you know, they're going to find out that he outed Laura and, and Bradley, or you know, or you know, the fact that he was paid out, or he paid Frank out in order to get that that position. Or, I'm like, I'll just throw them all out there.
2: <laughs> or.
1: or Stella stabs him in the back. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I have a feeling that's just kind of like the, the conversation she's had with Sybil and then the conversation that she had with, with Corey in the elevator. I, I have a feeling that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I don't necessarily I like, like it for the two of them, but, you know. I... <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Morgan? I,
0: okay, so going back to the Alex Bradley thing, I noticed that, yeah, Alex was giving Bradley a lot more responsibility. Um, in the beginning of this episode, I think it was Corey, since he is becoming more numbers and ratings obsessed, he's like, oh. The streaming service. Yeah, exactly. Like, dumb Bradley and Laura, their, their numbers are great. Like, the ratings are... We don't need... I mean, we want Alex, but, like, we don't need her because ratings are up. Um, and then Alex says something to Bradley. She says, everything's changing, and you were the start of that change. Mm-hmm. So all of these things... I thought, like, well, what if Alex just passes the baton to Bradley? To Laura? Oh. Or maybe Laura. I, think,
2: I feel like Laura and Bradley are going to stick. Yeah. And then their relationship's going to fall apart. Mm. And then they're going to have conflict there. And then Alex maybe will take over Laura's nighttime show. Because well, they're going to want to keep her they,
1: around. They did promise that to her. A primetime right. show. A
2: primetime shows. So if maybe they just move Laura to morning, they're going to hate each other. Well, Laura's going to hate her for taking her spa. Yeah. So there could be some conflict there if they want to get rid of the normal Alex and Bradley conflict that they had.
1: But can, you know what? Yeah. I just want to... Can we talk about Laura, though? Because I love... I love that Laura... And you know how cynical I am. And I was like, I don't know if I trust her. I really enjoyed... Juliana Margulies and Laura, she really ha- was the you know um, just the random person that walked in. I think that's basically what she said in your interview. That yeah. Laura is the person, the, the calm that walks into the sandstorm. Is that what exactly. she said? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, that's exactly right. <laughs> and I was so wrong that she didn't have an ulterior motive. Like she, it, like she is like the the pure person walking into this. You know.
2: I still don't think she doesn't mm-hmm. have an ulterior motive. No. Yeah, I feel like she's, she's gathering a lot of information. Maybe she's going to write her own book.
1: Maybe. <gasps> but,
2: and, but only like maybe if her and Bradley don't work out or if somebody does something horrible to her. But there, there's still something about her I don't totally trust, and I don't totally like her, her mothery.
1: Yes. I'm going to jump. You just mm-hmm. get. You gave me an idea. Did you? Oh, I know that. So it's still <laughs> my prediction. It's still your prediction. <laughs> but I, and I can't remember if we actually discussed this on the show. If this was something that you know we were just you know talking in the green room. But you know, Alex still hasn't written that last chapter.
2: Oh, right. Yes.
1: So think... you know, maybe maybe it's going to
2: be a forgiveness chapter.
1: Oh.
2: It'll be the Mitch and forgiveness or. It'll be a for long
1: chapter. <laughs> she might
2: scrap Her the whole tooth. book and just do bitch.
1: That's true. Ooh. But I'm still wondering what is in this book. I know. So. I am too.
2: <laughs> we will find out, hopefully soon. Hopefully in this the season. season's almost <laughs> over. We only have two left.
0: Um, one more prediction I had, or just kind of a funny thing I noted, was that there's one line in the background of one of the, the scenes that says, 60 novel cases of coronavirus. <laughs> LOL, 60. <laughs> like, Covid has to ramp up at some point.
2: I feel like soon. next seasons must be the whole covid thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Which will be interesting. Oh, I hope they don't skip over it, but right. Um,
1: well, yeah. it would be strange for them to to skip over it. Yeah. Considering I I would I hope that we're still not in it when they do season three, but it would be kind of strange for them to skip Just over to a whole two years
2: right. of right. But what if I started wearing the mask. The pregnant uh, Raina. Raina. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, so part of that, I, so Paula was in the hospital, she says, when with Mitch, right? And if she's in the hospital in Italy when COVID was crazy, do you think she maybe caught it well, in the hospital? She
2: could. But can but we... I assume she's coming back because of the, 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 the documentary. So yeah. So I assume we'll see her again, but... Yeah. I soon?
1: Yeah, but again, and we talked about this. I think last episode with the um, uh, with Alex asking Mitch if she could drink from his bottle, like that was so blatant. All of us totally were like, like that would not happen in the time of COVID. But you know, she's in Italy, so I'm wondering. Like for all, I I know that that kind of raised a flag for all of us. So you know, and she's coming back. Right. Yep. So who knows what happens? From
2: the epicenter, which is Italy. Exactly. That was like the first big big hit place other than China. So,
1: So I mean, would they kill off
2: two? I don't think they'll kill off, but it'll be definitely... Interesting. <laughs> well, <that. laughs> I think it'll definitely be a plot point with a major character. Mm. But I feel um, like they're no. still going to kill somebody, but it's probably going to be somebody... Expectable.
1: It's going to be Thai. It'll be <laughs> Ty. Or We've been wanting to kill Ty off all season. sorry, Ty.
2: <laughs> and he, wasn't, he hasn't been around. For the no, he season. hasn't. Maybe they're like, what do we do with this one? Where's Augustus Pru? He, he was the one I liked in the last season. hes He left. She's oh always my in the background gosh. looking cute. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll take it. <laughs> well, I can't wait for episode nine, and I can't believe we have to wait an entire week oh. to talk about it. That mm-hmm. seems cruel. <laughs> but that's our show for today. Thank you so much for spending the morning with us on the morning show after show. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that notifications bell here on YouTube. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at HCA Critics and follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Critics Association. Thanks again for joining us. I'm Morgan Rojas. I'm Kira Lynn.
2: I'm Kevin Taft.
0: And we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.
1: Two more episodes left.